Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Let's get underway. Saturdays were made for this. The biggest names and the biggest games are right here. Triple M rocks the NRL. Thanks to our mates at King G. Welcome to the Triple M Saturday Scrum. Great to be with you. Finals week two. Tony Squires, Mark Guy, Ryan Girdler, Brent Reed. Lovely to have your company. Just looking at that Thai Power scoreboard last night. Manly 42 ended the season of the Roosters uh, six points. The Roosters, of course, had been running largely on a broken drumstick at about seven feathers uh, <laughs> late. Uh, but Manly got the job done. We'll dig into that deeper. We'll dig certainly into Desi Hasler's haircut. What? Or lack or of. Lack of. Mm. I'm not sure what's going on there. The, either. You know how Boris Johnson apparently, before he would go out to you know, the British Prime Minister to meet the cameras just backstage, he would just give his hair a little ruffle so he looked dishevelled because yeah. he thought that's what the people liked. Yeah. I think I think Desi's doing a bit of that. It was there kind of something about Mary over both ears. You know, the Back to the Future, the, the Professor yes. in Back to the Future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Oh, phenomenal. Well, he certainly uh, was on top of what Manly did, 42 to 6. Uh, as I said, they will now play uh, South Sydney on Friday night, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, this evening's game, Penrith taking on Parramatta, huge game of rugby league. Melbourne awaits the winner of that game, 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon, also at Suncorp Stadium. Gentlemen, how are we? How have you uh, seen the week? Reed, you noticed that you've been out tippy-tapping on the typewriter already. You've got a story to file. I've got something I've got to get done, Tony. Yeah. Really? Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Well, don't worry about us, obviously. You can bring yeah. it in yeah. here. Yeah. Just join yeah. in when you feel free. Yeah, okay. That's great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a good week. I went for a walk with the family this morning up around Manly. Yeah. Did you? Up near the dam? Up, no, up at uh, the, the uh, what's it called? North Head. North Head? North Head. Okay. finally got the kids out the house. Okay. Is that so five five about six weeks. So this is what I don't understand. Are you allowed to drive... Five kilo- more than five kilometres in your own LGA, yeah? No, that's yeah. my. Um, that's only three k's from where I live. Yes. What is? Manly, North is Head. It? Yeah. Oh, the North Head is. Yeah, okay. yeah oh, it's fancy. only three k's. That's well okay. within the, uh, the area, yeah. I think no, that's can, about it. You yeah. can stay within your, as long as you're with, within your LGA, you're okay. You, you can go as far as you like. I think that's good. Well, there's not too many LGAs that are going for 40 or 50 well, you, k's, are there? We, did you want to know whether it was a good, good week from a footy perspective or my week from a footy perspective or family yeah, perspective? Yeah, I have zero interest in you personally. Oh, okay, oh the footy. Yeah. Oh, Manly were good last night, weren't they? Yeah, they Jeez, were. I, really, I think it was expected, though, wasn't it? I don't think any of us were surprised that they put the cleaners through the Roosters, given what the Roosters have been through this year, but... Big, big challenge for them now is to aim up in a prelim. Yeah. Uh, MG, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought when Verrills um, lost his challenge at the judiciary and then Takiyahau was out, um, oh, even last night before the game, myself and Sterlo kind of thought that this could be a close game because um, you, you don't know what to expect from this ravaged Roosters team. But after 17 minutes, the game was over, 18-0. Uh, Tommy Turbo sent his intentions to the world of rugby league last night when he said, okay, last week was a bit of a hiccup. Tonight won't be, and he was involved in everything. DC was great. I thought their big fellas up front, Kepi, um, gave him a real good base early on. Um, Croker being back was a mate was enormous, and off the bench, oh my God, Dylan uh, Walker, yeah. He, yeah. he's gone next. He's he's found his feet as a as a, as a you know four, number fourteen coming in the middle, and I thought Jake Trebojevic was was excellent as well, but comprehensive. 
It was funny watching that game. I think Dylan Walker made it when he made a break or something. I can't remember who it was in commentary. They said, "Oh, the old man. There's still some life in the old no. man. He's 26, Dylan yeah, Walker. Yeah, he's just been around for a long time. Hasn't he? He's been around forever. Yeah, he does. But he's 26 years old. <laughs> yeah, 26. Yeah. All right. Well, we've had two weeks of finals. If you've missed anything, here's just a little catch up. For the seventh straight season, this Melbourne Storm team is into the preliminary final. Fogarty gets the ball away to Herman. Herman, he looks for oh, he's thrown it over the sideline. Just shattered. It was there to be one. We could have been sitting here so happy, but we're not. And Tony Walker what goes over, right beside the post. South 16, wow. Penrith 10. Moses, another run at the line, and he's through. He's into the backfield. Get fucked. We built our game and then we got the rewards at the back end of the half and that's what we, we need to do and, and then be prepared to, to play for the full 40 minutes of each half. The Eels march on and Penrith awaits. Foran then gets it away to Turbo Tommy and Tommy Trevojevic goes over. Another try to the great Turbo Man. Uh, too good, too good. I've just been impressed with the way the Roosters have just sort of showed up for each other the whole time. So I thought they were very brave tonight. And we've played with good physicality. We're going to need that against the South Side next week. But that's the ball game. Full time. Manly 42, Roosters 6. That's the overwhelming feeling. Disappointment tonight, but absolute honour in the way that they've worn the jersey this year. Yeah, we'll hear in more detail from both coaches out of last night's uh, game very shortly. We'll also have a chat with our manly captain, Daly Cherry Evans. Jai Arrow also joins us. Uh, MG, just to put it in the back of your mind, we're going to uh, have a little look at the story that says uh, Penrith is the sexiest suburb in the country. Sexy yeah, suburb. too sexy for my shirt. Too <laughs> sexy, it hurts. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> hey, Nate, how long does this song go for? Uh, precisely three minutes. That's three minutes of typing ready yeah. for your story beginning now. Now. Triple M's Saturday Scrum for King G. Pushing the limits in comfort, technology and design. We also loved uh, just to have a bit of a yammer about what's gone on the footy field. And last night it was manly progressing after beating the Roosters 42 points to six, according to that tyre power scoreboard. Uh, and as you mentioned, it was a great performance and not, I guess, a major surprise that Tom uh, Tavoyevich, after the week before where he was held uh, to very few stats by Melbourne Storm, suddenly came back out again and absolutely nailed it, along with his brother Jake. It was probably the, one of the best games Jake's had, certainly, in uh, this season. I thought he was terrific. Uh, MG, what did you make of uh, that performance? Uh, Stella, yeah, I think uh, they look. We all week we tried to get hold of um, someone from Manly to have a chat with on the rush hour, and they weren't forthcoming. So yep. I thought that this is batting down the, the the hatches type of attitude from Desi Hasler, and it was the way that they came out and play, the way that they were very subdued after they won the game. Both Trebojevic brothers were, you know, putting their hands, lowering their hands, saying, "Come on, boys, we haven't won anything yet." And and that was even more uh, further enhanced by the way that Desi spoke in the press conference. These, these guys, now they, they, they were embarrassed last week by Melbourne, and they played last night that they wanted redemption, and they're a very dangerous team at the moment. I think that when they when all cylinders are firing, um, they've got strike power all, all across the, uh, the field, and their defence last night was awesome. Mind you, the Roosters didn't offer much as in attack in that early part of the first half. They made a lot of blunders. Um, it was kind of like Manly played against Melbourne the week before, exact type of, um, it was a mirror image. So, but I thought Manly last night were awesome. I think South and Manly is going to be an epic game next Friday. 
All right, you mentioned the coach. Why wouldn't we just have a little listen to? Because it was an interesting performance in, in the post vintage days. It was <laughs> vintage. Uh, as I said, he walked in with the hair shaped, a couple of horns over the ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was It was. Couldn't hear anybody. Uh, let's have a listen to Des Hasler in action. Tommy Turbo and uh, Evans. Can't hear you, mate. Tommy Turbo and uh, Cherry Evans really stuck it. Really stuck out tonight. What'd you make of their performance? Oh, we did simple things tonight. I think we just held on to the ball. Uh, we completed well. We, uh, uh, we, we built pressure. Uh, we played with a good physically. I'm going to against uh, the south side next week. So, Just on Dylan Walker's performance as well, obviously he's still off contract. You know, do you see him in the future for the plans of Manly, yeah, especially no, after tonight's game? Yeah, we're in negotiations, game? yeah. He's also made his progression from, you know, he was an outside back for so long. Now the fact that he's moved into that, that middle role and, and coming off the bench. Yeah, no, He's really uh, adapted really well. He's just a real footballer, Dylan. You know. Is that the role you see him playing for the side in the future? He's been playing it for about the last six, seven weeks. Yeah, as moving forward, that is, if he does stay. Well, if he's been playing it for the last six, seven weeks, he'll be playing it moving forward. That's, that's your first win of the season against. Sorry? The top, that's your first win of the season against the top five side. How important is it? I mean, it, 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 you're in finals now, but I mean, just just yeah, getting I, I think I think that question is a little bit not to say naive, but we're playing semi-finals. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, whether they're bottom five, top five, middle five. Uh, it was sudden death tonight and we had to win. And I thought our forward set a really good platform uh, going forward. We're going to need that um, if we're to get anywhere near South. Thank you very much. Thanks. Well, you look back to round one. Yeah. The, 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 the beating from the Roosters you got then, you looked at tonight beating them and, and now in a preliminary final. What's impressed you most about your side's progression to that well, time? Is, round one was about six or seven, eight months ago. Does it really matter? You know, I started slow, but the journey's just really picked up momentum. You, you could have said it a better way. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Hasler, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I had a every time Mike Des Mike. walked into a press conference and went, sorry, I can't hear you, can you speak up? Yeah. He does oh. it nearly every press conference. Mm. You, if you're asking the first question, you've got to yell it at him. Yeah. Because does he have a hearing yeah, problem? Do, do we know? No, no it's, it's, got, it's Des's way of putting you yeah, in yeah. place. and has got hair over the ears and in the ears. This is, this is my domain, baby. You're in my, yeah. you're in my house now. Honestly, he does it all the time. So, so when he, the question was asked about how well – Tommy and Jake, the Trebovich brothers, played, and he said, yeah, we contested really well. Does that mean he didn't actually hear the question and he just was answering whatever? I no, mean, that's just... He's he just diffusing he's everything. Just, mm. He's just... Yeah, my my yeah. hands and palms, my feet and <laughs> palms are sweaty. Imagine being a, a reporter mm. in there. Yes. You'd be going, oh, I don't ask him a question. You're asking one. And then that poor girl says, um, do you want to oh. play him? Well, he's been playing there five, six weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that's I, I look a- at... That's the alpha male, isn't it, good? It's yeah. the way of him kind of, as yeah. Rudy said, just saying, okay, I'm in, I'm in here, I'm in control. And, and every coach does something similar, but yep. it, it, him and Wade Bennett do it the best. Yeah, mm. yeah. look, they, they had some really good performances last night by some individuals, Dan, um, uh, Tone, but I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the whole manly path. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm not into Ooh, it at all. Oh, oh, this. Look, I, look I, I just think they're, um, they're flat-track Don't bullies. Don't bump into him at the Girdler's Groin. Oh, Des won't spend anyway, so he doesn't bump <laughs> him, so I'm not losing a customer. Can you but just, look, just I, back up, Sparky? You, the words you used were flat-track bullies. Yeah, look, uh, there was a relevant question there. They haven't beaten anyone in that, uh, in that top echelon of teams so far this year. Now, they've played Penrith on a couple of ki- times and got beaten convincingly. They played Melbourne a couple of times and got beaten convincingly. Last week was an opportunity for Melbourne Manly to come out uh, because if you look at their last six or seven weeks, their run in was all against bottom sides and they built a little bit of momentum and they got a little bit of confidence. They came up against the side in a semi-final and the chips were down and they got, they, they absolutely got torn apart by Melbourne. 
Then all of a sudden, and they played South early in the year, they got nowhere near South Sydney. And the, it's not so much about the score lines, but the performances were, were poor by key players. Now, they came up against a side last night that's been decimated over the last six months and the Roosters, and everyone knew what was going to happen. They're a good side when they haven't got a lot of resistance. But again, um, I can't believe Manly are one game away with the season they've had from playing in a grand final. I think their best well, I, and worst I, I can't are so far Roosters. apart. I can't believe the Roosters were one game away given their season. I, I, I think the fact the fact that this is kind of just a such a season we'd never end last year in the pandemic. It's I think the the the, the teams that um, have adapted best up in Queensland, and I think Manly are one of them. I think Manly because there was a story about two weeks or three weeks ago how the players don't see Des for the first two days of the week, and it's kind of a Des free zone because he's every time you see him wants to talk about footy. I just think it's this new competition, and I take what you, I take exactly everything you say on board, Gerds, and I, and I it's a, it's a good point you make. And the bloke who asked last night about the top five teams was a good point as well. But this this whole new competition now, like I didn't expect South to beat Penrith last week. No, that came from nowhere. So I'm expecting the unexpected in these finals. And the other thing I'm disappointed about Tony while yeah, we're there is okay. the fact that the two best teams, and and you know, take away my. Obviously, my alignment with Penrith. Yep. The two best teams in the competition can't play in the grand final after last week. And, and whether that's a system, and I don't want to go into the systems or whatever it may be, we're going to have South Sydney, who played brilliant against Penrith last week. Mm. And we're going to have Manly, who we just spoke about. One of those sides that have had periods throughout the year, they've either been totally dominated by some of the better teams in the competition in the grand final. Now, we might get a grand final if these two teams go out at Hammer and Tong next week. That... If Penrith and, and Melbourne and someone performs there and, and or, or the Eels can push their way in, someone goes through on that side of the draw, could be a really lopsided grand final True, as well. But you can't manufacture it so that the two best teams from the season play each other well, in the you, grand you, final. If, they, if Penrith go out in straight sets or go, lose two, two, of their first, two of their three finals games, how are they one of the two best teams? Well, They're consistently out. They're throughout the year, they've been you know the top two teams in the competition. But, but they only finished, what, two points I, out of South in the competition un- later? Understand. It wasn't a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. So, I'm just talking about consistently through the games throughout the year, win-loss. Hmm. Are you saying that Melbourne and South uh, Penrith weren't the two best teams in the competition? I think if you take the whole season as a whole, and if Penrith get knocked knocked out in the prelim or even get knocked out yep. today, no, they're not one of the two best I teams. I actually think South have been the best team in the comp since they've beaten, they got beat by Penrith at 56-12. to 12. I think they've been, I'm not, I don't know about the stats, but I think they take that um, loss against Penrith out a couple of weeks ago, and I think they've been the team that I've looked at and go, whoa. And I, and I put a line through them. I put a line through them once Latrell was uh, suspended. I said, there's no way they can win the comp. Yep. There's no way I expected them to do what they did last week to Penrith. One triple three five three. If you're a Manly fan, you want, you want to have a chat with Gerds. I mean, I think, I think Manly, you know, if Manly get through South next week, yep. and Penrith and Melbourne bash each other in the oh, prelim, yeah. just say, or Parramatta and Melbourne bash mm. each other. Manly's a chance of winning. I, I wouldn't put a line through Manly. I think they could win the grand final. I mean, they've got, you know, Tommy has a big outing. Daly, I think Daly Cherry Evans is in unbelievable. Good, I think Daly's form. form has been overshadowed yeah. by Tommy, but I think Daly's we'll been shortly. against two Playing who? In which games? Against Melbourne? Well, I now, mean, you did, t- now you tell me about the form in well, which you know his best those, game against Melbourne. Yeah, that's no right. And then you tell me about their well, last. I wouldn't half say it was terrible. You tell me about their last half, and half a dozen games going into the finals and who they are against, and then not, tell me who's in great form. But that's not what and it's how about, relevant Gerd. that is. In it's the about finals. being your best at the pointy end of the exactly. year. Exactly. Were they at their best last week against good opposition? 
No, they weren't. Well, tell you, well, walk through this side with me for the Roosters. Nothing okay. against the Roosters. They've been outstanding all year. But yep. walk through that and tell me that's a side well, that not. deserves to be playing for a prelim final. Well, got smashed. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't so deserve to be So what form are you one. taking into consideration when you tell me Manly can go on and win the comp? <laughs> well, because they finished fourth. They've been, running in, they've been running in the country. They're not even in the city yet. Oh. <laughs> What about Titans? Like, well, Titans are one game away from getting the second week of semis last week True. after winning 11 games all year. It's the different – like, fight your ass off to get to the finals, and then it's all, all bets are off. Because mm. once you get to the finals, it's a whole different comp. Yeah. For those Manly fans who are disappointed with what you've come up and, and said, <laughs> I, I should just even out uh, because Gussie Wallen was here before, and, of course, he's very, very disappointed that uh, Roosters were beaten. He's a massive fan of that club. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking to Gerds, and he was saying, well, you know, look, I'm happy with how they went. And Gerds basically said – no, they were really disappointed. I thought they were, I, I think you've got to separate their season, which has been amazing, and their performance last night. But I thought they were disappointing last night. Couldn't you not see the exact moment Gus Wallen's heart broke <laughs> while you were saying I apologise, Gussie. I apologise. But I think, Robert, I think the Roosters fans would be – there was a lot, a lot of unforced errors in the early part of their game, and I think they're a better side than what they showed last That's night. That's actually true. I mean, they, they had uh, repeat sets against them. They had Ikevalu got a penalty, which is a little bit dodgy, but they, yeah, so they started – yeah. It was, all, it was all over. Tony's the phone called, lines well, are lighting up. Tony's lighting called. Up. Oh, no, no, the phones aren't lighting up. <laughs> one triple three five for his number. Tony, good day. Yeah, good day. What good? What are you smoking, mate? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, come on, Tony. You think they're a good? Are you a manly fan? Are you? No, I go for South. Okay, but you, but you think? Yeah, okay. So. Are you talking about what I said about South? Because I didn't think I was <laughs> too. You've given it about South, South Emily, brother. Well. Watch out. No, what I'm what I'm saying is. Um, you're having a go at the the game and how it's run through the final series, and that's what final series are about. It's about, and people say it's a completely different competition, which it is. Yep. And how can you diss what, uh, how well Souths are playing or how well Manly are playing? And um, I know the Roosters have had, obviously, uh, uh, been decimated with injuries and stuff, but yep. it, it comes down to the very last game of the season. No. That's Mate, what I, comes down to. Absolutely right. No, and I'm not dissing what South, I thought Souths were extraordinary last week. I, I thought they did a brilliant job and they won. There was only probably a couple of ways that they had to play to win and they certainly got that right. Yep. But uh, my main issue is, you know, about uh, good on Manly for being where they are, but I'm just not sure their form holds up at this point of the season to say all of a sudden that they're good things going into the finals. Right, we'll take one more call because we do have uh, Daly Cherry Evans. Oh, <laughs> he's one of the callers. I hope he's waiting online <laughs> listening. Uh, Mark, g'day. Uh, g'day. Uh, hi, Gertz. How are you going? Hey, good, Mark. I see you from Narrabeen, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm outside uh, Bunnings, Narrabeen at the moment. I've got yeah. the Manly flags out. Okay. And all if right. anyone, any Manly fan wants to come up to me and say Manly's going to win the grand final, they can have a free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up there in a couple of hours, mate. Let me tell you. No worries. I'll still be here. Enjoy, uh, mate. Enjoy the win. I love it. Look, we may get back to uh, plenty more calls. Uh, we are going to get to Daily Cherry Evans as well, and we are going to hear from Trent Robinson, the Roosters coach. So all of that pushed back a little bit because uh, Ryan Girdler is off the leech. The Triple M Saturday Scrub for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Massive game tonight. Of course, it is the Panthers taking on the Parramatta Eels. Uh, it is in beautiful Mackay. Northern Queensland, uh, you'll hear that in Triple M, as you would expect. Uh, we've been chatting about Manly and their performance, 42 points to six winners over the Roosters. They will now take on South Sydney on Friday night at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, Ryan Girdler has been, well, a little bit circumspect in his praise of Manly. 
Uh, I think that's a nice way it's to put it. It's an understatement. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've had several callers, several hundred thousand callers. Most of Sydney. We can, we can take just a, a couple more. John, g'day. Are they boys? Um, good. Um, I'm a bunny supporter, mate. I reckon with your assistance, we can get the 69 grand final taken off the Tigers because they really shouldn't have even been on the field. Fair point. Good Fair call. point, John. No, that's a, that's a decent point. <laughs> that's a decent point. Now, look, South, I mean, you, as you know, mate, you, you, they've had an up and down season. Uh, they've had those periods in the middle, but last week they earned their right, didn't they? They played pretty much full-strength Penrith outfit and, and got the job done. So um, good luck to them next week. Can I have the Melbourne grand final where they bet St George taken off them as well because that was a little bit surprising. Bill, mm. g'day. Oh, g'day, fellas. Mm. Uh, I actually agree with uh, Ryan Girdler. Oh, hold the phone. Oh, Manly. Okay. I, uh, I can't believe the excitement over last night's game mm. and the victory. Roosters were playing on fumes. Uh, Radley surely wasn't... In, uh, wasn't uh, wasn't fully fit with that shoulder that he did last week. Tedesco was dead on his feet, still gave it 100%. That was a reserve-grade team. That hooker, didn't he? wasn't that his first game in three months or something? It was something Mushkin. like that. The hooker yeah. from last night? Yep. Yeah. I mean, how yes. do you get excited about that? That's the score it should have been. Mm. And South put a number on the Roosters a couple of weeks ago yep. and while Luttrell was in the city bin. Mm. Wow. So how, how do you think... Manly's going to beat South. Well, we get to find out next week, Bill, don't we? <laughs> all, all you've got is Ryan Girdler nodding here. Yeah, he's loving it. <laughs> no, I'm well, loving, yeah. loving it. All right, what thank you, Bill. Look, thank you all, all for your calls. Good on you, Bill. Uh, we just moved. We may, we may revisit it a little bit later on. We're going to chat with uh, Daily Cherry Evans uh, very shortly. But we talked about the Roosters and what they'd been through this season to get where they did, which was, in the end, quite remarkable. Yeah. Uh, James Tedesco, his season has been phenomenal. Mm. Uh, he just threw his body at every problem again and again, and he was doing it again last night. Just take night. it for granted, though, a bit, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. Teddy, you know, we talk about Tommy, Tommy and how well he's going. Yep. He's the best fullback in the game. But we take for granted what Teddy does yep. week in, week out, and he's been an immense leader for that club this year. Yeah, well, let's have a listen to what uh, super coach Trent Robinson had to say about his team. I just said to the guys in there, you know, it's obviously the craziest coaching year that I've had um, just in, in all, you know, to retire absolute legends of the game, to um, see the injuries that we've had and just see, you know, every game was a new combination and a new task. Um, but the, the attitude of the guys to, to go about that was just incredible. Every week was, radio. let's, we, we can do this. And I just, you know, I said to them, I, we're a greater Roosters club than what we were at the start of 2021 now at the end of 2021 they've, they've done our club proud the way that they've gone about it and we're a stronger club um, because of the way that they've acted this year and the way that they've gone about it and I know that that hurt tonight but I know that we're a better team because of the way that we handled ourselves this season and I'm really that, that I'm just incredibly proud of staff and players and players that aren't playing and players that didn't think they were going to play and played 15 games and so yeah that, that's the overwhelming feeling disappointment tonight but absolute honor in the way that they've worn the jersey this year slightly different media conference uh, to Des's, but there is Trent Robinson articulating quite beautifully what it meant for him and, and that club and how well those guys in a, the face of adversity have come through this season. And you can't do anything but uh, agree with that, Rudy. 
Yeah, I mean, they've been amazing. We, I think we've sung their praises on a weekly basis, haven't we? I mean, we've given them a rap for, you know, losing players hand over fist week after week. They lost another player and they t- they turned up and that shows the culture of that place. We talk about, you know, culture. I mean, when we talk about Melbourne, the Roosters, well, I think that that's – when we talk about culture, that's the definition of it, the way those, those guys, whenever you – doesn't matter who it is, mm. there's an expectation when you play, you aim up, and they've done that most weeks. Yeah, it was the yep. next man up thing, wasn't it, MG? And they did it beautifully. Did In terms of setting them up for next year when they have uh, you know all those bodies available to them? Oh, they'll be top four next year. They'll be top four. They, I, I don't use the word heroic much in rugby league because there's so many other people outside of a sporting world that are, are heroic. But the Warriors last year, how they just had to up and leave uh, their country and basically come over here and live out of a suitcase and and this Roosters team this year, I, I my goodness, I can't speak highly enough of them. They, they blooded nine rookies. Um, they had retirements, injuries, suspensions, and all to key players. I think about nine players all up, their seasons were cut short by, you know, a major injury or retirement. What they what they did was unbelievable. I, I can't believe they got to how far they did. I, you know, they 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 got through by the skin of their teeth last week against the Titans in their last play and. Maybe that, maybe that was the time for them to bow out, and maybe the Titans might have put up, might have put up a bit of a better effort than they did last night against Manly. But, but what they've done, I, yeah, I've got to echo what um, Trent Robinson said. It's just one of them seasons where you just shake your head all the time when the Roosters kept coming back and back and back, and they're the walking zombies of the NRL. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't lay down, and that's 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 the, that's culture for you. Yep. If anyone wants to look at culture and say that, you know, rugby league is. You know, you compare that to a lot of clubs that are down the bottom of the the. the they used thirty five players or something this year. They, they like it's the last time I used thirty two players, they got the wooden spoon. So wow. yeah, I everything you said about Teddy before, I, I echo as well. I think that he's he'll be captain, Dalian captain of the year, and I think Trevor Robbins will be the uh, Dalian coach of the year. All right. Uh, well, we very special guest right here, right now. When you're a kid, obviously playing footy, you have a dream, and if you grow up in somewhere like beautiful Mackay in Queensland, I guess the initial dream may be to head off and play footy at the great stadiums around the world. I guess the the second part of that dream then is once that uh, has it been achieved, <laughs> is to come back and play as the superstar and perform on your old home ground. That's exactly what Daly Cherry Evans did, and he joins us now. G'day, mate. Congratulations. Hey, lads. How are we? I'm very, very well. I love listening to you talking. Uh, my, on nine, I think it was last night at the end of the game, and you talk, mentioned Joey. You talked about that being at your home ground. It was it was terrific. Yeah, it is. Um, rugby league is a big part of Queensland, and I know my journey through um, growing up was watching NRL players come to town and get an inspiration from that. And you know, I had that little funny encounter with Joey when the Knights played the Cowboys in a trial match. So um, yeah, Mackay played a huge part in my sort of footy career, and it was so cool to get back there last night and play a finals game there. Hey, Daly, congrats on the win last night. Different sort of opposition than what you'll face, you faced last week and what you'll face next week. What do you take out of last night's performance? Yeah, it was, mate. Um, you can only play what's in front of you, though, and um, I felt like we made the right adjustments from the week before and, and we probably learned some really hard lessons um, against Melbourne, but I think we, uh, we made those adjustments and played a really good style of footy against the, the Chooks last night, but um, they were a different team to, compared to the team that we played in round one and I'd like to think we'd grown as a team as well. So, um, like I said, we could only play what was out there. Um, and with that, I felt like we took a step in the right direction. Daly, you probably started slow against Melbourne, but you started fast last night. Was that spoken about, the need to to you know get at them early and try and blow them off the park, I guess? 
Yeah, look, it, it, yeah, you're right that we definitely wanted to start well. Um, we weren't we weren't intent on making the scoreline, you know, like ridiculous, you know, blowout sort of scenario. But we definitely wanted to start well, and we sort of we just wanted to be in a game whether it was nil all or six all or twelve all after half time, you know, and and know that we're in a good contest. And I think we played that style of footy, and even though we probably jagged a few more tries than we set out for, it was it was nice to try and I guess set up and build a game for once and not play from behind. DCE, this week I think your coach, your mentor, Desi, opted for the siege mentality type status, um, didn't speak to any of the media, none of the players did. Um, what was he like this week? He, obviously last week against Melbourne, that burnt. Um, was he more intense this week at video sessions and, and training sessions? Um, well, at the start of the week, he certainly let us know that what we performed, the way we performed um, against Melbourne wasn't good enough, and that's understandable. But like I sort of said before, it was... You know, losses like that can make or break you, and I feel like it's made us, and we learned some really hard lessons. And you know, Desi sort of sort of made it pretty clear on what we needed to work on, and I don't think he was too too crazy for the week. Um, I think he just went to what works best for him, and that was making sure that he's preparing us well and getting those um, you know, getting the best out of everyone. Daly, just before um, Des went to the media conference, did he turn to the playing group in the dressing room and say, "Does my hair look right?" <laughs> and everybody went, "Yes, that is perfect." Uh, he trust uh, us. He, he does not have to ask because he knows where his hair's sitting at all moments. Uh, well, he must have he, walked a down a wind tunnel. <laughs> there was something about Mary we were saying earlier. It was, it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, DC. It was obviously a lot of chat about your performance and and Tommy's, but uh, Jake just seemed to find his touch again. His rhythm last night. He's had a sort of an up and down season, but uh, gee, he, his performance was excellent last night. Yeah. Look. Um, you know. I understand that you know it's you know you got your guys job to talk about you know who who performed and who didn't perform and all that sort of stuff but I know as a team we just went out there that understanding it wasn't about who was going to get the rewards or who was going to get the credit it was about all of us doing our job and making sure that we'll put ourselves in a position to win win the game and you know um understandably Tommy gets those accolades because of the form he's in but there's a lot of a lot of people that have played a lot of thankless footy this year for us and I think last night was, um, you know, Jake's finally got some credit for the footy he played and he was outstanding last night. And him and the rest of the forward pack really laid that platform for us to, you know, to do our thing out wider. Daly, cast your mind forward, right? You, um, what you're up against Wayne and South this week, and you've had a bit to do with Wayne over the years. I mean, you've been coached by him in Origin. Uh, him and Des, are there any similarities? Do you imagine, imagine they'll play off against each other in the media this week? How do you think that'll go? Um, I can't imagine... I can't imagine Des wanting too much fanfare around him or Wayne. You know, they one thing they do have in common is that they they love the game and they want the game, you know, played in, within the best interests of the players and they they care about their players. So I don't think they want too much attention on themselves. It's just not the sort of people they are. But they love their footy, they love their players, and they show it in different ways. And I guess they they communicate in different ways. But I think they they've both they've both shown that they can can be effective and. Uh, I, I've enjoyed playing under both styles, and you know, hopefully, Desi style gets gets us over the line this week. Just back to Mackay for a sec, DCE. Like, come on, the start of the season. Imagine forecasting that we'd play two elimination finals in Mackay, um, <laughs> a, a town of eighty-two thousand people, the Sugar Town, where notable residents are Benny Barber and yourself, and Dane Gagai, Jeff Hugel, Jody Gordon, Kathy Freeman. Wow. This, I mean, in, in 20 or 30 years' time, the locals of Mackay are going to sit back and go, can you believe 
that we were the we were the we had the two best games in the NRL right here on our doorstep. How are they going to be? Nah, it's it's cool. I I could isn't I it? Could sense it in the atmosphere, you know, at the game, you know, like they were just everyone was so grateful to have that level of footy played in in you know a, a country town. Mm. I said said at the start of the show, you know, like. Queenslanders do love their rugby league, and certainly the further north you go, the more they they're into into it. So, you know, Mackay was just buzzing, and you know, it wasn't a, a whole heap of numbers there, but I can tell you, you know, it felt like a really good sort of atmosphere. And I know a lot of people up there will be talking about this for a long time, and I'm proud to have played a little part in that. What was also nice to watch is that uh, the great respect between the two sides, and uh, for that man, Josh Morris, walking off a footy field for the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moz has been one of the one of the best centres in the game for such a long time, and you know the try scoring record and the defensive centre. Like it's just amazing the career he's put together, and um, it was really cool to you know I guess play a part in his last game and to send him off. I think everyone really respected the career he's had, and we were more than happy to give him that sort of you know small gesture on the way off. But he's had a hell of a career, and. It's really cool to have played alongside of him at different stages. Where, where do you think Desi's focus will be this week coming up against South? Where are they dangerous? Where are they a little bit vulnerable? Um, look, I definitely think we're going to, like, naturally, Desi coach sides, we are going to, you know, do a bit of video on them and, and prepare on for what's coming. But I think one thing we learned is not putting too much attention into the opposition. We've got to make sure we get ourselves right, fellas, and... We've probably got a little bit caught up in worrying too much about them that first week of finals. And this week, we really did just knuckle down on what we wanted to do and the style of footy we wanted to play. And we believe that's going to be enough to, you know, to go to another level and, and, and challenge South. So um, their left edge is obviously something that we'll watch this week. But um, I honestly think that the best thing we can do is focus on us this week. That's, it's so important. Mm. I assume you've got the wife and kids up, up there. How do you spend today? And are you missing the... God's country, the northern beaches. <laughs> I I definitely am missing Sydney. Um, you know, regardless of the situation they're in, I do I do miss home. That has become home for me, and I feel, you know, a little bit bad for the the situation that it's been put through. And I guess that's what makes it easier to appreciate where we are up here. But uh, yeah, today I'm lucky enough to be by the pool with the kids and <laughs> spend some family time. But um, you know, tomorrow we're back into it, mate. We'll um, we won't have a Sunday off, that's for sure. We'll get into it tomorrow. Yeah, and you want to keep that uh, being away from Sydney for a couple of weeks yet, don't you, to get through to that grand final? Uh, Daly, yeah. congratulations <laughs> on a great effort, terrific game of footy uh, for yourself and your team last night. Yep, cheers, lads. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. There he is, Manly captain Daly Cherry Evans. Uh, plenty ahead, going to look towards this Panthers Parramatta game. Focus on the Panthers next, plus the quiz, all coming up Saturday scrum. <laughs> Triple M, Saturday Scrub for King G. Triple M rocks footy. MG Gerds, Reedy, Tony with you on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, Plenty to get to. Panthers and Parramatta, that is the huge game of rugby league this evening. Uh, the winner. Oh. Winner going on to take on Melbourne Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock next week after that game was moved quite wisely uh, from the evening so it doesn't clash with the AFL grand final. We'll get to all of that in a moment. I think we will uh, break this up. Let's just focus first on on the Panthers uh, and what the keys are for them moving into tonight's game. Who wants to kick me off, MG? Sure. Um, I think that after last weekend's game, um, they will be... They'll be smarting. Um, they welcome back Dylan Edwards, who, I, even though Stephen Crichton was probably 
Penrith's best against South Sydney. I still think Dylan Edwards offers that form of, of relaxation for the outside backs, and he's got he's, he talks a lot, he backs up a lot, um, and that allows Crichton to go back to the wing and have like a bit of a roaming position. Brian Toll, massive out, yep. massive out. Um, he starts most of the sets off, and, and looking back on his game last week against South, it kind of makes sense that he probably played with an injury. He come back in four weeks from that ankle opera uh, surgery, supposed to be six to seven weeks, so. He, he should be right next week if they won, if they beat um, Parramatta. Um, Moses Leoto, I think they missed him last week. Um, we, ha- we had a few players, when I say we, Penrith. Um, James Fisher-Harris had a quiet game. Nathan Cleary had a quiet game. Jerome Luai. These guys don't, don't usually have two quiet games in a row. And I think they're, they're, they're dealing with kind of an anomaly this year where um, State of Origin, whilst being fantastic for the seven who, who made both teams, the rigours of that six-week frenzy may have caught up with them a bit. And then I think last week we saw a kind of a very flat rugby league team. And hindsight is a wonderful thing. Um, but coincidentally, the three teams who prevailed um, all rested their players yep. the week before, Parramatta, Melbourne, and um, South Sydney. So, look, they were desperate to get through to that next round to have a rest. And the fact that they haven't, um, they've got to put all their eggs in one basket tonight. And they're playing against a team, in, in one we'll get to them later, Parramatta, who have, who, have come, who have come awake at the right end of the season. So Penrith have got to be on their best tonight to win this game. They've got to get back to the processes, kick the ball down. Nathan Cleary's kicking game has got to be on point. The, you know, the, don't worry about the blokes who are going to chase you down. You're going to have blokes with these these blocking rules that are all, all, all of a sudden being introduced to the game in a week. They, they'll be disappear, they'll disappear tonight. So you get the kicks away, and I, I just think it's going to be one of them really tough games. These guys take out that game two or three weeks ago when Parramatta rested all their players. In the last four or five years, it's always been relatively close. I think we'll see another low-scoring game and, you know, like 14-12 or something like that. So it's going to be an arm wrestle. I think Dylan Edwards is a huge in for Penrith. Yep. I just think they're a more, more balanced team when Dylan Edwards plays. Takes a bit of heat off everyone else. Steve Crichton obviously goes back to the wing. I just think they're a better team. and I think he's a really underrated player, Dylan Edwards. I think for a long time I wasn't convinced that he was an elite fullback, but I think he's becoming one. And I think it sh- shows when he doesn't play the impact it has on Penrith. I think they genuinely miss him when he's not in that side. The other key for them, I think, is Jerome Luai. I mean, he's acknowledged his form has been down since origin. You look at the stats. The drop-off in his stats since origin are, are ridiculous. And during that period when Nathan was out, I mean, he's put his hand up and said, look, I I didn't play play my game. I tried to become more like Nathan. That's not the way I play the game. And I think he's almost, I wouldn't say he's forgotten his game, but... He's uh, overthinking he's, it, really. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. And he was during that period. And yeah. I think, you know, he, he needs to rediscover himself. They, they need to go back to just playing some football. I think it's all just become a little bit too much for them. You know, the, the pressure of the last couple of years, MG spoke about the origin. There's a little bit of fatigue brought into that. To me, last week, they looked like a, a tired but but also a nervous team that just couldn't find their rhythm because I think whether it's a, a combination of, of expectation, you've got guys um, now playing in sort of little you know, different positions. We haven't got kick out and those combinations on the left that have been so damaging in the last couple of years. Kick out now starting from the bench. So... The, the decks have been shuffled just a little bit, and they haven't handled it. It'll be interesting to see whether they go back to that those formulas that have been working for them over the last couple of seasons. But, yeah, I think with Luai, it's just about understanding that 
He's at his best when he goes out and he hasn't got any – he's not thinking – he doesn't need – when you play with a guy like Nathan Cleary, you don't need to think about your game. You need to go out there and instinctively just do what comes natural. And Yeah, react. And last week he was just – everything you could you, – he tried to do, you could see that, you know, he put pressure on himself and therefore he couldn't execute the way that he normally does. So, yeah, he just needs to get back to going out and have a little bit of fun. I think you can all see they're feeling the pressure there. I mean, Ivan, his press conference on – it was yesterday, I think – was quite short and prickly in the morning when he got asked about last week and the events of last week. Mm. So I, I think you can see they're all feeling the pinch a little bit. And it'll be really interesting to see how they come out tonight. Yeah, I think there, there seems to be kind of more pressure, bizarrely, in this game tonight, even than last night, given that last night there was an expectation really that both teams had maybe slightly overachieved in their season. So, you know, the loss was, you know, obviously going to be bad for them. But mm. this one, the pressure on, there is an expectation that these two teams, certainly with Penrith, shouldn't be finishing this weekend. They should be going on further. So that, that brings its own pressure. Yeah, yeah. too right. Too yeah. right. All right. Uh, it's going to be a great game of rugby league. Of course, you will hear it right here. The quiz is next, the Saturday Scrum. The Triple M Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Reedy, I know you're concentrating on the article you're writing at the moment, <laughs> but uh, just if you wouldn't mind updating me, what, what's the story... With Billy Slater, has he accepted? Is he still considering the Queensland coach's offer? Uh, I think they're still talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he obviously wants to do it, and I think they, and obviously they want him to do it. So I think that they'll uh, strike an agreement at some point, but the negotiations are still ongoing. And I know that the uh, the Peter Blandy says ruled out Mal Meninga yes. being involved as that, in that mentor spot, but Wayne Bennett would be okay to do it if yes. he were. You know, and asked my understanding and is to. Wayne would be. Interested in doing it, yeah. um, but it'll come down to what Billy wants. I think whether Billy, obviously, once they finalise a deal with Billy, I'd say they'll they'll firm that up with Billy and de- decide what direction Billy wants to go. In. But they don't have a lot of options. I mean, beyond Mal and Wayne, mm. who do you go to? Indeed. All right. Well, in given that, think of this. Welcome to Tony's Spotting Quiz. Yes, may I add my. Welcome to that of the voiceover guy, and welcome to the quiz. <clears throat> the subject of today's quiz, Billy Slater. Oh, Billy. Are we ready? We must use your names as your buzzers. Uh, and away we go now. Question number one, where was Billy born? Ready? Yes, Reedy. In his father. No, he wasn't born in his father. He was born in Nambour. Mm. What footy team did Billy support as a kid? Good. Yes, good. Ah, uh, the Nambour Knights. <laughs> I'm talking in our old team here. I'm going to say the. I'm going to go with the Roosters. Why would he just go somewhere in North Queensland like the Cowboys? Broncos. As he it was the Cowboys. As a young man, he worked in Sydney as a roustabout for who? MG. Yeah. MG. Gay Waterhouse. Gay Waterhouse. Was, was touch and go ready oh, when you got it first? That was a <laughs> Billy scored 190 NRL tries. Where does that put him on the all-time list? Ah, one. Gertz. Yes, Gertz. Up the top. <laughs> How close Three. to the top? It's actually second behind second. Ken Irvine, oh, who's wow. on 212. Wow. How many grand finals did Billy Reedy. play? Yes, Reedy. You can count them up on your fingers. Yeah, you need more than one hand. There's a hint. I'm going to go with six, mm. seven. Seven is correct. Ah. Six was incorrect. What position did he play on Origin Reedy. debut in yeah, 2004? Reedy when He played in the wing. He did play in the wing. What has this music got to do with Billy? Sunrise, 
He's not MG. Yes, MG. His brother's the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the theme of Australia's greatest athletes. Oh, wow. Did he win, did he win oh, that? He won, he won twice. Twice yes. did he win? He won the two wow. years, and then the third year he was injured, so he had to have the role as a co Can I give you a little side story to that? Oh, yeah, go I spoke to Kevin Sheedy during the week, Yeah, and he was saying that, um, I can't remember who he was talking to, mm-hmm. but um, it was another coach in the AFL, and they said... Uh, early on in Billy's career, apparently this coach said to Kevin Sheedy, you've got to come and watch this bloke play. He said he could play any sport. If he wanted to play AFL, he said he could play AFL with killer. I can't remember who the coach was now. Wow, okay. Yeah. Mm. Good, good, good story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good story. Yeah. I'm, glad we, I'm glad we stopped the yeah, quiz for that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a fascinating no, anecdote. Just okay. Okay. No, 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 go back to Rodney Dossier, yeah, brother. Yeah. Fascinating anecdote. Yeah. Billy. Oh, I've got a story. Yeah. Um, I hope you've got a story. <laughs> just buzz in if you've got a better story than the quiz, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Billy was suspended for seven games in 2006 yeah, for doing what to John Scandalis? Knees to the back. Kicking in knees. Yes, good boy. Knees to the head. Yep. Uh, who did Billy throw a pass Gertz? to that led? Oh. Yes, Oh. <laughs> it's a, it's a wide open field you've got now. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, Stephen Bell. Benji. Was it Benji? Oh, bang. Oh, really? The question was Good who work. did Billy throw a pass to that led to a yes. try and help decide the 2008 World yeah, Cup ben, final? Ben. Benji Marshall. Yeah. And finally, in 2018, Billy played in just two Origin games in a series won by Gertz? New South Wales, yet. Um, he won the Wally Lewis medal. Correct. Yes. Well, nice are. quiz. Nice quiz. Well the story really topped it off, though, I felt. Oh, <laughs> the anecdote absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Uh, st- more of that kind of comedy from Reedy's Mail. That's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Just go back to your typing, will you? Jai yeah. uh, <laughs> Arrow also join us. Uh, plus, how sexy is Penrith? Very. Comfort, technology, and design. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot, and strong. Install a Ream.